0: At luckylandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Well, hello, everybody. Uh, What's going on with my screen? How's everyone doing? Didn't expect to see anybody here tonight. Didn't expect to be talking to anybody tonight. Didn't expect to be doing a podcast tonight. I literally sat down at my computer today at 7.40. I got a text message from an Arsenal supporting mate of mine saying, lad, I think you might be in for Callum Chambers. And I went, I don't know, are we? And then all of a sudden, boom news drops about five minutes later and I just sat down on my computer and I went I'll take a shot at maybe doing up something on him see what it is um, and see if see if the other side know more about uh, transfers than we do and it turns out they were right and he signed no details of the of the, the um transfer just yet but Callum Chambers is now an Aston Villa player for three and a half years Um, I'll be honest with you I'm sitting here feverishly feverishly and hawkishly refresh, 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 refresh to see if this is like a some sort of our account was hacked kind of a thing because no one knew it was coming. Absolutely nobody knew it was coming. So much so that I don't even have anybody here to talk to me about on uh <laughs> um uh, about this with me so I'm kind of chatting into the ether to you guys. I do have a slide prepared that's why I was a couple of minutes late. But um, and we will look at that in a moment. We will look through it. But I'm looking down through Twitter here. Might as well share up Twitter uh while we're at it, and we can take a look at it together. Um, but Twitter is very much so in agreement that uh, Callum Chambers has signed. Uh, Matt Law says it's a free transfer, which I must say is quite don't free transfers are always nice business. Somebody who's versatile like Callum Chambers, I'm not going to sit here and say he's going to be the next best thing since sliced bread. My Arsenal support mate has sent me quite a lengthy, and and, and he did uh, my the, the the guy that I've been speaking to for Arsenal. He did work with the um with professional football academies in the Middle East, and um, so I would take his words uh very very seriously. And he sent me um, a bit of a rundown on him and a breakdown on him and, and and what he has seen in him from from an Arsenal point of view, um, and it's something that I would really really take. Uh, I would. Uh, you know, if, if, if he says it, then it would be a nice an analysis of it, should I say. But it looks like this, uh, Callum Chambers is signed for free. And uh, no transfer fee involved, says Sam Dean. And that this all happened extremely quickly. Chambers was expecting to leave in a free in the summer. So it looks like they've just expedited him and, and gotten him. Um, Aston Villa have swooped in and gotten him. Uh, Yeah, like it's just, it's very much so. We can see there, my good old mate Fabrizio has mentioned it here. It's all over the place. It's Aston Villeuf signed Callum Chambers. Um, Ashley Priest has done a piece on him here. Let's t- take a look at it. I haven't read this at all. And sorry, as I say, if if, the, if this is plagiarism from the Birmingham Mail, I do apologize. But uh, everybody, please go and click on it and watch it yourselves. But Aston Villa's signed defender Callum Chambers as head coach Steve Jarrett has... Uh, Stephen Gerrard has made the breakthrough in a bid to add a centre back to the squad. Chambers has signed a three and a half year deal at Villa Park and becomes their fourth signing in the January transfer window. The fees remain undisclosed, but Villa confirmed his arrival in a short statement on Thursday night. And it read, as we've all seen there, Um, he has been capped by England, as it says here. He's 27 years of age and he's made five appearances for the Gunners uh, this season. So, uh. Yeah, word win stuff, guys. World win stuff, Word win stuff. And Callum Chambers is now an Aston Villa player. Um, let's take a look at some of the comments that you guys have have put, popped in here. So Ad says, first of all, didn't see that one coming. And yeah, yeah. You know, Callum are surprised as well. I certainly did not see this one coming as well. Um, FCUS says, I haven't seen this reported anywhere. It's ca- caught me so much by surprise that you won't be surprised to know that I've spelled. I just realized I've spelled Callum wrong um he only spells it one l so that'll tell you how, how much time i've had to adapt to this but um i don't think anybody a uh, vfc us um had had uh had seen this reported because it wasn't reported it literally just came out of nowhere kind of like the danny ing's ninja um style swoop um that we did in the in the summer but um Definitely a body, a body to to come in, and I will read you the the synopsis that my mate, my Arsenal sporting mate, has has sent me as well because uh, you know it's uh, it's something as I said I do value. Um the club's getting good at keeping things quiet, eh? Ings now, Chambers, absolutely, Blobman, Blobman. I love your avatar as well, by the way, nice and simple. Um, Rob Henry says, "Won't believe it until John per- <laughs> J- Percy Telegraph confirms it." He's up at the on the. <laughs> on the official website, so um, you know, I think unless this is an absolute takeover of the highest order from uh, some hackers like Anonymous or something playing a massive prank, um, then uh, I think we can take it as gospel that Callum Chambers is now an Aston Villa player. Uh, Ad says, decent backup for centre-back or right-back, but he's so injury-prone. Um, that's actually something that was mentioned. He, I would nearly even go so far as to say is he was so injury-prone, and that's maybe what's kind of What's kind of followed him through in the last two or three years is the fact that he's been getting over those injuries, but he's still only 27. And uh, that's something that's that's been mentioned to me already. Um, Nathan Stokes, no, I am late. I was late. Your device is absolutely working. I was late um, for that. It was... Uh, I was about four or five minutes late. Um, Dan, Danny a. Aces says, I literally flashed for the TV one minute after they uploaded the interview. Proper what the fuck moment. Exactly. 100%. And John, like me, you just said ninjas in the market again. Absolutely. Fred Red says he's insomnia led me here. Well, Fred, I hope I put you straight to sleep because uh, at least that's a service I'm proud to provide. Um, Wayne Mullen, Wayne Mullen says... Uh, poor signing, but sure, he's one of us now, regardless. Well, he hasn't kicked the ball for us, so to call him a, like he's poor based on maybe what you've seen for, for Arsenal. And uh, look, he's only going to be depth number four center half anyway. And uh, free transfer, I suppose it was if they weren't able to get uh, Joe Gomez or whoever else that they were looking at, a Connor Goldston, Um, maybe they've seen something in him to bring him in. Um. Bring him in and see what he can do. Maybe cover two positions. Maybe Kane Hayden Kessler or Kane Kessler Hayden, should I say, will, will now go out and, and he will cover both spots Um, uh, get Kane Hayden Hessler some, uh, some time. Who knows? Who knows? But it all has to be written with him first. Uh, John Gamison, hi from the pub in Turkey. I wish I was in the pub and I wish I was in Turkey as well. But uh, I'm not. But thanks for joining. Thanks for, for popping in. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Lang is doing transfers like that U2 album that just appeared like, appeared into your phone. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, yeah, that time the U2 album that nobody wanted just dropped into your phone as well. <laughs> Um, Nathan Stokes never heard of Callan Chambers our fans seem to have mixed views about him Uh, do I have any opinions about it I do I'm going to share up a a piece here he he is what he is he's not someone I'm going to sit here and go oh my god I'm delighted we signed him because I don't think anybody's going to feel like that but he's a functional player and I've got an Arsenal fans uh, side of the coin and uh, just going to show a statistical piece on him as well Fill us in here. Uh, That's why we're here. Give it your best shot, says Roderick Cook. I will do that now in a moment. Once again... Uh, Terra Synthesizer says Villa have some ninja-style dealings in the transfer market. How did they keep it keep it on the QT so effectively? AF TV saying that this means they're signing Dougie. That is a talking point I was going to bring up in a moment. You've stolen my uh, my mic drop moment. Uh, was is this something I don't think it is to be honest with you? Now that I know he signed on a free, um, but look, we'll we'll talk about it in a moment. Um, Eddie Montenegro, exactly. He played defensive midfielder and was Fulham's Player of the Season in eighteen ninety bad team but exact, um, and exactly and I think I think just this was a versatility signing for free I think that they, they felt that couldn't really go wrong uh, with, with signing somebody like Callum Chambers just to be that auxiliary backup because lest you forget Axel Toonzeby was utilized in a defensive midfielder role more than he was as a centre back when Steven Drag came into the club so this doesn't mean we're not going to sign a, center, a, a defensive midfielder so I think we will still sign a defensive midfielder I think this is just opportunism maybe to, to to get a uh, somebody to come in and fill a fill a space within our squad um uh, he's never yeah you're right Fred he's never he's not going to cover Cash's position he's not going to take Cash's position i don't think not for sure um okay uh, let's just see here there's a couple more um no charts ro- well Ronan, since you asked asking you shall receive you'll and uh, let me just try and bring it up here. I don't have an awful lot, obviously. I hope you'll forgive me for that. And uh, I haven't been able to triple source my my, um, statistics. So once again, I hope you'll forgive me for that. I will be doing a more in-depth analysis of said individual, Mr. Callum Chambers. Um, I will be doing uh, a better synopsis of him, just as my mouse decides it doesn't want to work. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. Connection is lost on my mouse. This could be disastrous. And we're back in the room. Perfect. Um, so I'm just going to bring up something here for uh, that I did on him. It's very, very slapdash, but it's it's something um, nonetheless. So oh. here it is for those of you watching. Keynote. And breathe. Here we go. Perfect. So we have um, we have uh, some some statistics here on him. Just gonna try and and make this a small bit bigger so that you guys can see it. There we go. So basically just some career stats. Now I did leave out the defensive midfielder piece here. I know you mentioned it there a moment, Eddie. Eddie, I think it's something there to do with a uh, versatility piece for him, but I don't, I think that he will be brought in potentially uh, or more so to play um, as a as, as a center half or as a, as a right back. Um, so career statistics based on, from um, FBRF, he's played 200, 200 uh, games and with 160 starts, which is actually probably more than I would have envisaged he would have played um he's had 33 yellow cards and one red card in his career i don't know why i felt that was important to put in but i just thought it jumped off the page for me um <laughs> this uh he gets a yellow card once every two games essentially um but he is english obviously he's 6 foot he's right footed he's 27 he's just gone 27 a couple of days ago and uh some defensive statistics there uh, take these with a pinch of salt these defensive statistics are ripe, wrapped in with all the all the the, the central defenders as well um you don't really expect uh you don't really expect to have a full back that has massive amount of interceptions tackled specifically, you know, because they're more utilized going forward. And that's why I've got some of his passing statistics in here. Because when he has played for Arsenal, he's played predominantly I won't say predominantly, but he has played an awful lot as a as a right back, as you can see there. But interceptions come in the 42nd percentile. Um, tackles doesn't tend to tackle an awful lot. But then again, fullbacks, we don't see English fullbacks to be full-blooded um, anymore. Dribble past is something I think that's really interesting. He doesn't tend to get dribble past. That is a typo. Oops, that is a typo there. Um, I don't know where my slide has gone. At 61. That should be 71. His pressures are 11.16, so he doesn't pressure the ball an awful lot. But once again, pressures are more midfielder stat. Um, Pressure success rate when he does pressure comes in at uh, at the 48 percentile, and he's pretty handy in the air as we can see there. A winning 57.7%, and you would expect that for somebody who does play centre half and right back and is also six foot tall. I think where Steven Gerrard has maybe seen the and and Johan Lange has maybe seen the market inefficiency on him. Um, is this uh, the amount of passes he's, he attempts per ninety minutes? Sixty-three point one five. So he's a workhorse. There, he does go through an awful lot of work uh, when he does get uh, when he does get his starts, and um, he's a bit of a ball player. So I think that's something that they've looked at. His completion rate is eighty-one point three percent. Passes under pressure comes in middle of the road at six point three one. Um, predominantly a low. Uh, or or uh, I suppose his passes come in fifty-fifty between. Um, low passes and high passes there and and obviously he puts in some key passes being a right back as well. So um there isn't anything massive in this as I say. I think it's just it's just important to kind of take a look at it and see what uh where his statistics bring him. To be honest with you, when you look at the statistics in under the microphone or under the lens, sorry, under the, the microscope should I say or under the lens of um of other full backs that that do play in the league, you know, he comes in pretty similar to Hector Bellerin. He comes in pretty similar to somebody like a uh, uh, Cesar um, based on based on those statistics. Now, I'm not saying he's that good, absolutely not. I'm just saying some of the efficiency metrics that he has here, with regards to his passing statistics and stuff, correlate to 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 similar attributes that those players have, albeit at a lower level. I'm not saying he's like that before anyone, because. Ninety to the gallon on me. Um, here is the piece that my uh, Arson supporting mate said. Uh, he's a good player. He's too probably too good to be sitting on the bench. Could be playing uh, somewhere. Works really hard. If you need a defensive midfielder to control a game, and then question mark, do you need a defensive defensive midfielder? He can play there d- there too. That's where I think he should be played. Player of the year for Fulham one on loan doing that and never played there for Arsenal. He won't be a superstar for anyone. He never will. He's tough, but solid. He's pretty quick. The biggest thing with him is, and coaches say that he follows exact instructions. If there is a game plan, he won't ever go off script. And then they say, I'm kind of a bit pissed off. We've lost it. Um, but that's really it. That's really it. So I think the biggest thing there is that they've got someone who is uh, – Steady Eddie, someone who's not really going to blow your mind, but is going to do everything right and is going to follow and um, follow instructions without being massively, uh, I suppose, uh, having superstar potential. You know, he's 27 years of age. He's an England cap as well. Just solid. Just solid is the word I think I think we're going to use. Just solid. Um, let's have a little look there and see. I'm going to bring this off the screen there, guys. Now we'll be back with a more in-depth Analysis, see what more statistics and try and do some more advanced stuff and try and compare him to, to some of the players that we have already at the club as well, which is always nice to see. Um, so Batty Biss says uh, he will score against Arsenal with a back yield six minutes into injury time to win the game. Wouldn't we all love it? Um. This is a good backup signing, in my opinion. He's an upgrade on 2NZB. I'm probably going to cover right back in centre-back for free. It's a no-brainer. I don't know if he's an upgrade on 2NZB, but I agree with absolutely everything else you've said, um, <laughs> for sure. Um, is this the fourth, fourth uh, centre-back uh, sorted, or do we need another? I would imagine that this is probably the fourth centre-back sorted. I would imagine it would be, and I'd imagine potentially that... We might see, as I say, Ken Ken and Hessler go out and loan again, and maybe he covers both those. I'm not, I, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't pin my colours to that mast if that makes sense. But it's something that that could happen. I think now, considering he is, he has, um, he has uh, kind of split his time between those positions. It's it's plausible to think that that might happen. I think is the best thing to say. Um, Phil, the two, and Xavier, are all pretty straightforward. Yeah, and like for free, you know, it's kind of kind. of Saves money in January, and it's a three-year contract. So, you know, I'm sure his value. He will still have some sort of value of, if, if things don't work out for him in 18 months' time or whatever. Or if he, if there's a loan to a Championship club or to a lower Premier League club, you know, if that came about and we needed to upgrade him, you know, so for 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 us to get a body in and a free transfer, I think that's that's probably the, that's that's a good a good point to make, and it, it 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 makes this signing it kind of elevates the kind of I suppose the efficiency of the signing, the monetarily efficient nature of the signing, should I say um uh Sharkspray says why well i suppose that was it an opportunity came up to sign a player for free who has an england cap who is versatile and will only really ever be fourth choice slash second first choice center half slash second choice right back so instead of you know spending lots of cash they bring in somebody who uh like my uh professional football coach arson's sporting friend says we'll just we'll come in and follow instructions and follow system to a t so uh the you know, we're not going. We're not saying that this is going to win us a league, like. Uh, but as I say, it's it, it's it's something that I suppose is kind of as the tea leaves begin to dissipate, we're beginning to see maybe why this was this happened so quickly. Um, the Richard says this is an insane signing signings galore. The Jared Revolution is in full flow. This is a free signing for an international player. Smart business. Um, go good, good. Uh, Rune says, uh, uh Christofferson. Sorry, says Callum is not right for Villa. And and look, I think. Like, realistically speaking, you know, what have we seen from him in the Premier League lately? You know, he has been a bit part player for Arsenal, so he does have something to prove at Aston Villa. And, you know, I don't know how well he's going to play for Aston Villa. And I think that's that's important to point out um, that we don't know how well he's going to play in an Aston Villa short. But, you know, for a free transfer for somebody who can play in two different positions, arguably three um, and will do a job if, if called upon. You know, it 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 may be shrewd more so than anything else. I think. Um, any idea about his wages? Says Roderick. Uh, a figure just quoted in the Sky says he's at one hundred and fifty grand for Callum Chambers. Can anyone confirm that? I'm not, not saying that you're not not telling the truth, Roderick. But one hundred and fifty grand is. I'd not prefer to have paid a transfer fee for him than to have to pay one hundred and fifty grand for him. That would be a lot. That would be a lot of money now in my book, and I just spoke about monetary efficiency. Um, that would um, that would make uh, that would put a bit of egg on my face from uh from the monetary efficiency point of view. 150 grand. Let's do the quick do the quick maths on that. 150 grand multiplied by four is what? Four. at six hundred grand a month. Multiply that by twelve. At six point two million. No, no, it's not. It's uh, seven point two million per year. Dusan Vlahovic is is reportedly earning seven point two million per year. Now, I'm not saying he isn't getting 150 grand, but seven point two million a year multiplied by three three and a half years is over 21 million it's 23, 24.5 million. So, uh, look, not my money. I don't know what the story is, but uh, wow, that would be a lot. That would be a lot. Uh, we'll keep an eye and see what the what the contract numbers come out if they ever come out as well. Um, and O'Neill, everyone seems to be going mad over this guy. Is he that good? Don't know. I'm going to be really honest. I don't think like, he's solid. He don't think he's a world-beater. Um, English international, I think it's more so the efficiency of the deal. I think it's more so the, the frugalness of the deal, more so than anything else. But he can cover three different positions. Um, Well, two different, certainly in three different, arguably, uh, positions. So I think he just comes in and fills uh, a versatile uh, body as well. Um he's a solid defender, the prize provides good cover or cornerback. And if cash gets in there, he can drop into the right back roll. We just need Benton core now to complete the transfer window. This I think is correct. Um, this, uh, not that all the rest of the things were not correct; They all were in their own way for sure. But what I mean by this is the Benton core piece. If Benton core comes in here now, well, wow we have a pretty, pretty settled squad, a pretty, pretty um, a solid squad, then should I say, you know, I would be happy with, almost all positions, you know, almost all positions. Um, like the depth at all positions will be absolutely smashing at that stage. I, I think I, I, yeah, I'm trying to think if there if there's any any position that maybe we wouldn't like. We've got two international goalkeepers. We have Target as, as cover for Dina. We would have a right and a left footer as cover for a right and a left footer, two center halves. Yes, arguably, look, house is a drop-off on Mings. Chambers would be a drop-off on Kanza based on everything we've seen. We would have Cash and Kane, Kessler Hayden potentially or Callum Chambers fighting it out for the right back position. Midfield would have a bevy of players, you know, so many players with McCamba coming back as well. Carney it's Three that started at the weekend and Rodrigo Bentancourt. Um, we'd have our two tens in in Buendia and and Coutinho. We'd have um, Jesus, we'd have Bertrand Truary coming back from AFCON. We'd have Leon Bailey coming back from uh, from injury. We would have then up top we would have Ings and we would have Watkins. Like that's a good squad in anyone's book. That is a good squad. And and there's people I've left out there as well that may or may not still be here after the transfer window. So uh, yeah, that would be a tidy tidy squad. Um, Uh, As I say here, uh, could be a shrewd signing. Ash may look to Watford for more games. Decent utility player. Uh, Yeah, there was something mentioned about that, that Roy Hodgson was looking at making Ashley Young his first signing at Watford. Roy Hodgson and Watford in the same sentence to me is mind-blowing. I read an article... Um, on it as well, and was it in 2001, I think Roy Hodgson was, it might have been, yeah, I think it might have been 2001, Roy Hodgson was the manager of Udinese, and uh, the Pazos sacked him after like six months, and he basically turned around and said he didn't even want to be at the club, he didn't want to be uh, uh, under those owners, and then fast forward 21 years, never rehired him again, and maybe the bad blood is gone from that period of time, but it just I I, I can't figure that out, Um, but uh, more power to them. More power to them indeed. And um, where else are we going to? This is a, a great one. This is a great call as well. Kanza should get an immediate contract if the, if that wage is true. He should get an immediate new contract anyway. She get an immediate new contract anyway. Along with about five other players in the team, like John again, give Jam again another new contract. Give Mings another new contract because by p- tying these players up to new contracts, yes, we're signing them to new wages, but we're also future proofing their their value, and we're also future proofing the fact of our uh, there is a, st- a, a a piece of. Um, financial uh, wizardry that can be done with regards to amortization of contracts. I've been threatening to do this podcast for the last two two weeks now, nearly, since Coutinho signed um and i will do it i'm actually going to do it this week because we've got no games i might do it uh, over the weekend um but it's it should be a nice short easy one just to explain that but i think it's really really interesting and how people can utilize contracts and utilize contracts into the future uh when balancing the books um, and i'm sure i won't have it all 100 right because finances isn't my my forte but um i found it really interesting and i am open to correction on everything as always uh where else are we um uh did, 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 did I say did I center back as did I say CB is cornerback at some stage? Did I? I might have because I was watching the NFL just before I was watching uh some NFL coverage just before this broke. So um I might have said might have said cornerback from that point of view, uh for sure. Um yeah, so uh, one of these isn't going to teach me. Do I pronounce that wrong? Do I say Chuck Chukwomeka? Do I do I mix up the W and the M sometimes? Sometimes. See, guys, look. As I said, this is why I always need somebody in on the podcast with me. Um, I sometimes I find myself sometimes thinking I I mix up the M and the W and the Chuck. Sometimes it's Chuck Mowecka. Actually, I think I do say that Chuck yeah, I don't know. I will try. To, I will try to pronounce it. I don't meaningfully pronounce it incorrectly. I don't mean to do it. Should I say? I just get tongue-tied. <laughs> um. Uh, 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 uh. Cool. Yeah. Uh, no, that's all good, guys. Listen, I don't know really what much more to say. Oh, yes, I did want to talk about uh, talk about something there as well. When I initially heard the news, first thing that my mind went to was, oh no, does that mean that they're throwing in a Callum Chambers and then Douglas Luiz is going to go to Arsenal and maybe we're going to accept the bid and maybe this is Villa's way of getting out ahead of it like we got out ahead of the Grealish signing with Danny Ings out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden Grealish then signs then the day after for uh, Manchester City. Uh, I don't think this has that same same piece about it. Um, I think probably... I think it's probably... Well, I, I'd i be almost certain that it would be independent of the Douglas Luiz thing. I just don't see Douglas Luiz going anywhere. Um, specifically, not now. Not, not in the January transfer window. And definitely not going anywhere unless we bring in at least one more midfielder. I wouldn't even be comfortable letting him go if we, if we bring in one more midfielder. I think we'd have to bring in two before we, I'd be comfortable with letting him go. Um, and even at that, I would, I would let him go through, you know very very reluctantly because i think he should be played as an eight and i think he's sacrificing himself his numbers um and uh i think he's he's taking one for the team playing as a six now in this in this um steven jarrett system but time will tell as i said time will tell on that and i don't want him to go at all um ray o'connor good to hear it the very last i found an aston uh, for the love of and Ray had uh, had ordered one, and it, very fu- it arrived today. Delighted to hear. Delighted to hear. We will be getting more hats um, soon, I think. And uh, we might have some T-shirts or something as well, if uh, there was an appetite for them. But we will see. Um, keep an eye on social media for that. If you do like um, any collecting merchandise or anything like that, we might have that as well. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, guys, I think we're going to leave it at that. I've managed somehow to ramble on for 27 minutes on my own, which is good. Well, not on my own, because I've had 205 people here with me at times. Now, that's fantastic. And without you guys checking in and putting up your comments and giving me a chance to read them out and to talk about them, I wouldn't have anything to do here. So thanks so much, everybody, for listening. Thanks so much, everybody, for watching. Can you please hit the the like button? Get the like button on YouTube. Get us. uh, It's just a little small thing. Cost you nothing to do. And uh, it'll it'll rocket it up through the algorithm somewhere. But uh, Callum Chambers is now an Aston Villa player. Um, out of nowhere, Thursday, uh, Thursday evening, a uh, bit of excitement. Let's see what other business Aston Villa are going to do. And uh, at the end of the day, guys, look, if he comes in, and it, although we'll have to wait and see if the 150 grand a week thing is true, but if even at that, if he does come in and does a solid job for us, um, I think that, uh, you know, I think for a free transfer, it's it's no no um. It's 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 a risk reward kind of a thing here. I think for, for someone like Callum Chambers, if he can if you can re- rekindle his own his uh, old um, his, his his old form from like four or five years ago when he did get into the English squad. Um, maybe something might come of this um, but at the end of the day it was only the, the outlay was low for, for a free transfer so we can um, we can take that one to the bank and see what comes next anything else breaks guys we will be back with any other transfer news and um, it's going to be a good weekend it's going to be a good weekend even though there's going to be no football on uh, let's see what other rumors come out we will be back with a transfer deadline day Um, show with uh, Sir Patrick who hasn't been here. He's been flat out working this week so I've left him alone Um, but we'll be back with a transfer deadline show on Monday. Um, Thanks very much everybody. I won't hold you. You've got other things to do this evening. Thanks a million for listening. Welcome Canham Chambers and all that's really left to say is up the villa. Podcast Network. 18 plus.